Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Guilty Movie Pleasures. In-depth discussion on movies, no matter how guilty they make you feel. I'm building up an ice ball. A spike is coming out of my hand. Get over here. Come here. Johnny Cage. Luke Sub-Zero. Scorpion. Reptile. Raiden. Katana Blade. Shang Tsung. Baraka. Easiest lyrics to a song ever. Mixed with a Jock Jams theme. Isn't this exactly like the Jock Jams theme? It is thing? the Jock Jams <laughs> It's, it's it Jock is. Jams with the Mortal Kombat characters listed. Oh, man. Be done. Get over here. God, this movie is uh, amazing. <laughs> this this is what our... This show is made to talk about this movie. You know what's kind of funny is every time I hear... Th- when somebody says, like, I'm going to a club... Did we introduce ourselves? No, we didn't. Hey, Schmoville. <laughs> no, we just ran right here. We were too excited. What's up, Schmoville? Uh, back here for some Guilty Movie Pleasures. Hashtag at GMP. I'm Josh McCuga. Next to me uh, is my good buddy, star of Leanies Potatoes. I think you mean love. <laughs> Starring Mr. Ben Begley at Ben Begley Comedy on Twitter. <laughs> I feel like every week you, you ponder over what my intro is going to be for hours, and then you come up with the most absurd <laughs> the most Sorry. absurd title for a movie I'm not in oh man oh, good man. Be, I missed you last well we didn't have it last yeah. week we were both uh, you know on set doing yeah, certain yeah, things yeah. Uh, so we're back this week and then for the next four weeks after this week you are out of town shooting yeah. your movie uh, can you can you give a little snippet on what the movie's like or? yeah yeah I can't say much because I don't I've talked to production about what I'm allowed to say yet but sure. it's a movie my wife and I wrote it's a horror comedy called The Funhouse Massacre awesome and it's kind of a love letter to all our favorite slasher films of the 80s and it's it's a blast. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. We got some really cool people attached. Uh, you can look it up on IMDb. I cool, don't, cool. I don't I'm, I'm sworn and to secrecy. And you're you're going away to shoot. Uh, can you tell anybody? Maybe some fans in the area might want to come visit you or anything like that. Could we do that or no? Yeah, it's going to be close. Set okay. to, yeah, it's just because it's so... Uh, I hate to be like that guy, but no, no, no. we're going to be shooting uh, a really insane amount of stuff over 20 days oh, wow. so and all night shoots so oh, it's wow, going to be wow, nuts wow. yeah it's going to be nuts be and it's in ohio so nobody will want to yeah, come yeah. visit well we got some fans in ohio yeah exactly. we got some fans in ohio uh but today uh we were going to do i was going to do mortal Kombat, but then you we canceled i don't want to do this movie without you yeah, because no. this movie <laughs> i can't i can't even but we uh we chose mortal Kombat. i hadn't seen this movie oh. all the way through in a long time no. but i will say it is something. It is something. <laughs> I haven't seen it since uh, I was before college. Like okay. it's probably been since high school. I remember I bought the Blu-ray. Those are both mine, by the way. I brought yeah, the sequel. We probably won't get into the sequel, but okay. I just brought it for good measure. Uh, yeah, I, I st- when I bought the Blu-ray, I started watching about ten minutes of it, and I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it in my memory banks about how awesome it used to be. The the annihilation we're talking about. Ooh, annihilation's even yeah it's, worse. Oof. Yeah, but here's the thing. Before we get all our couple people on YouTube get all pissed at us because we're yeah. going to bag on the movie like last time with Howard the Duck. People got mad oh, about that. Yeah, they get- Here's <laughs> the thing. Mortal Kombat is terrible, but it's awesomely <laughs> but it's amazing. terrible. It's, yes. It is a guilt. This, this is, is, to me, the epitome of guilty movie yes. pleasure because 
you feel guilty watching it, but yep. it is so fun. And if you can, what I try to do is reset my brain back to 13 year old Ben when I watched it. Yeah. And ignore the Sega CD uh, <laughs> CGI effects. Well, here's the thing, and I kept thinking to myself, was 1995 really that long ago? I mean, okay, it's 20 years. 20 years, yeah. Okay, so uh, the CGI was bad, but was it bad for 95, or was it kind of decent for 95, or did they spend all of their money on one-liners for Johnny Cage and no money on the back end? Well, when, on the did post-production? Ju- when did Jurassic Park come out? That's a good barometer. A, yeah, let me look that up. Because, I mean, Matrix was 99. Well, yeah, Matrix. Jurassic Park was like 93 or 94, right? I think it was right? 94. It'd be great to have so, Scott Mance here for this I one. I think we just... What is it? Wait, we have we oh, have oh, something for... Oh, the, 1993. 93. 93, okay. okay. So this is just bad effects for the 90s then. Yes. Yeah, so yes, it was just okay. the shitty effects. And I think my... Because Jurassic Park's effects still live up to this day. Yeah, absolutely. They look amazing. Uh, it, it still gives you shivers the first time you see the, di- the dinosaur yeah. come in there. But, I mean, for me, the worst thing is the reptile at the, <laughs> the beginning reptile so bad it, it, it is like an animation thing you did on claris works on an apple 2gs it's it, really bad it really looks like we've talked about this before where it looks like it was a temporary graphic and then they were yes. like oh shit we got to get this out before mortal kombat <laughs> 2 comes out forget it the kids won't care well because mortal kombat 2 had other characters that um, yeah we, you don't have in this like Baraka he was always my favorite because he had the sword arms yeah he was awesome they did bring in a few like uh, Katana wasn't in the first Mortal Kombat no she's in second um, Jax wasn't in the first one no but he really isn't in the second no, this the first movie. one no he's like where are you going the only person I trust is me yeah can we play that the Sonya Blade uh, sound do we bite? have that yeah the I believe we do trust or something it's called I trust one person on this planet Jax you're talking to him yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know she means business yeah when, um, when that's one of her first lines. Did you see this movie in the theater? Because I did. I did. Oh, you yeah. didn't? Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. I think oh, I that. saw it like three times oh, in the man. theater. Because, a little backstory, Go. Mortal Kombat, uh, I got that for Christmas on the Sega game. Genesis. Oh, Sega Genesis. Me too. And I did the blood code, A-B-A-C-A-B-B, uh-huh. right? And I did every <laughs> you fatality. You blood code. You got to. It's, it's just pointless. <sighs> yeah. So I did every fatality and played that game for 16 hours <laughs> on Christmas Day. Uh, pretty much the exact opposite of what Christmas is about. Ripping spines True. out and hearts. and yeah. But I was obsessed with that game. So literally, they could have... It was a life-changing game. Yeah, it really and it, well, it changed the gaming landscape. Like, nothing that violent and crazy. It's like that and Grand Theft Auto are milestones yeah. in, in video gaming. Yeah. And this one, for me, it's just like, they could have shit out... Some, they could have literally put a turd on the screen and called it Mortal Kombat, and I would have still been like, this is awesome! <laughs> because I was that obsessed. And I remember thinking in theaters it was the greatest video yes. game movie I'd ever seen. Yeah. But up till then, you only had Super Mario Brothers and Double Dragon to, to really go against. <laughs> it's the your so and the then, bar was low, right? And and Street Fighter came out a year later. Well, yeah. right? And we or haven't bef- done that was earlier. That I think Street Fighter might have been the year before. I think it was the year before. Hold on. Street and I haven't seen Street Fighter since I was a child. I remember liking. Yeah, 1994. It. Van Damme, Raul Julia. When I was a kid, we'll I thought do Street that one Fighter, too. Oh, we got to. Yeah. And here's the thing is, I, I mean, obviously seen both movies and, and I'm a fan of both movies. I, I, I can't tell you which one is better or worse. I will say that, that they are both very, very entertaining. Um, and I think for me, Street Fighter was the one I played in the arcade and yeah. Mortal Kombat was the one that I played at home. Yeah. Because yeah. Street Fighter was more or less for the Sonic Booms and the Shurikens, right? Yeah. Mortal Kombat was for the blood and the fatalities. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't. I'm got. I'm buying Mortal Kombat 10 when it comes out this month. Oh. I can't wait. I see. I haven't played really since two. 
Mortal Kombat 9 is amazing. What if the rest of the podcast I'm just, just telling you about? Video games? Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe is great. I own every single Mortal Kombat game, even their shitty adventure games really? where it was like the side scrollers yeah, 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 yeah. that are just bad. But I'm like, it has the word Mortal Kombat in it. I have to buy it. <laughs> so it's going to be incredible. So there we go. Me too in the booth. Ah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Alexis it's, is a big fan. Alexis, you can jump on the mic. You, you wanted to do this this because you're such a you're such a big Mortal yes, Kombat fan. Because this is actually my only um, favorite guilty pleasure movie ever. Only, <laughs> really? Yeah, I know that uh, a lot of people have like a list, but this is like this tops. <laughs> oh wow! I can watch this movie over and over and still be happy with it. I Has see. that changed over the years as you've grown up? Yes, but at the same time, it brings back a lot of memories yeah. for me, so I'm okay with it. You had a girl. <laughs> I love it. It's I, I watched it uh, last night, and I watched it twice, kind of over the weekend to grab sound bites and go through yeah. it and all that stuff. It is a fun time. It, oh, I'm laughing my ass off, whether it's <laughs> intentional or not. Yeah. It is awesome. Mm-hmm. It is. Whew. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's do. Uh, we can do probably do this plot in three minutes. You want to do three minutes? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. <laughs> I think we can maybe do it two minutes. We have five oh, seconds to do. Okay, two. we'll try two. We'll try two. Two minutes. But we'll, we'll give us a three minute leeway. Three minute leeway. <laughs> and one and go, Ben. Okay, uh, so it starts off and you get to introduce all the characters. Johnny Cage is a movie star and the stuntman can't do anything. Sonya Blades is badass cop looking for Kano who killed her partner. This is where you fall. You have, you have Liu Kang who's uh, who's uh, talking to these monks and he's like, I, I don't believe anything and my brother's been killed. They all end up in the out, uh, getting on this creepy pirate boat and going. Going to doing the whole thing. wherever it is. Go. No, I'm not doing the whole thing. No. You go. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, you go. Okay, so uh, they, 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 so they get on this uh, dragon boat. Uh, they all get sent to this this Luke island. Uh, and Johnny, they, there we go. Yeah, here we go. Uh, island. So they okay. get to the island, and uh, obviously Johnny Cage, because he's a movie actor, has a bunch of luggage, and he falls oh, in. Yeah. It's a nice pratfall. Then we realize that uh, did we go to the fact that they can't lose it, or Earth will be taken? Earth, by oh yeah, because it's been nine tournaments, and this is the tenth. The tenth one. <laughs> so if, if if Shang Tsung wins and he gets a tenth, he'll invade Earth and do to Earth what he did to Outworld. And we don't actually see what happens to Outworld until, until later. the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. So now we're in Mortal Kombat, and he's like, "Do you want a taste of what you're coming?" And then everybody attacks him, and there's just like a sick well, yeah, fight. Yeah, the taste is, the taste is at, at dinner when yeah. they flip over and then the score uh, Sub Zero freezes. Everybody. And like this isn't Mortal Kombat. Yeah. This is like superpower dudes versus us. Yeah. Weird. Then a bunch of arbitrary fights happen. Arbitrary fights. Uh, uh, Sonya Blade gets to kill Kano really early. Really, in the really, fat. and just, really in a dumb way. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, they start going into all these uh, arbitrary fights in uh, on a beach with a where guy sometimes has, they have an audience and other times it's like, oh, we're just going to do it some weird set. Yeah, it's some <laughs> awesome like woods with scorpion. Then uh, go ahead, you take. So how does anybody judge anything? We don't know. But and the rules just keep changing back and forth. Ultimately. All the bad guys are killed, and all the good guys are left. Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, and and uh, uh, Liu Kang. Yeah. And it ends up being Liu Kang versus Shang Tsung, where he has to fight. Uh, 15 seconds. Where he has to like uh, overcome his fears, which is that his brother died, and it was his fault. And he kills him, and then everybody flies away like uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony of the Crossroads. All the, souls, the all the souls released from Shang Tsung. Like uh, Terminator 2 in the, then in the lava. then they're back at the temple, and Shao Kahn comes up and goes, You fools. He says some kind of like ominous thing, and they go, I don't think so, and square and off. And then hit the... Mortal Kombat! <laughs> hit the... We're not telling you what it is. <laughs> Two minutes. Two minutes and two seconds, sort of. Uh, uh. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, uh, can we... Def- flawless victory. <laughs> I was reading on IMDb how they were like, they say flawless victory about four times. But only one of them's but flawless. But only one of them's actually flawless. Yeah. So they just use it. That's a, This is one of those movies where they try so hard to throw in random game references, yeah. but they don't actually try to make them 
fit or work. They're just like, hey, Johnny Cage killed Scorpion, so let's throw a, a, a signed autograph of his headshot because yeah. that's what he does as, in, in, in the, the game, yeah. the friendship. But the friendship one. In Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. But it's like, there's no, there's so many inconsistencies in tone here. Where we like Raiden is the biggest inconsistency. I think we can play that uh, inconsistency oh of, uh, of Raiden. The fate of billions will depend upon you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that line, because up until this point in the movie, he's been like, "We have to save yeah. Earth." He's been very serious about it and very like, "This is dire circumstances. It's yes. only you." And then this happens, <laughs> and you're like, "Hey." Why are you Raiden. taking this so lightly? Yeah, this is the fate of the world, bro. Like, what the hell? It's just such a hammy. It's like it's like Christopher Lambert did well, it one take, and Paul but, W. S. Anderson was like, "I love it. <laughs> Move on, comedy gold." <laughs> okay, uh, I think we can start at the beginning with a few plot holes. Um, maybe, but we could stay in the Raiden theme for a second because sure. my my biggest plot hole is everybody's really scared of Raiden, but he never fights. No, why doesn't he fight? He <laughs> fights in the video game. Sorry. He fights in the second movie when he gets a haircut. Oh, he gets a nice but little... He gets little, a nice little... Like ha- me, uh, he gets haircut. his hair did, and then he fights. Uh, and then he gets beaten real quickly. So you're like, what is Raiden's thing in this movie series? Because he's like... He's the god of thunder. Yeah, he's so he he's a good guy, sort of. He can travel to beat... I mean, again... This he can could, travel everywhere except Outworld for some Outworld, reason. Outworld, I can't go there. Sorry, guys, I can't go there. Why not? Well, because... Amber Alert. <laughs> <laughs> Got an Amber Alert on Outworld. Yeah, my bad I mean, on that one. Ugh. She was, uh, she was, it was a crime of passion, too. All right, those, Raiden, take it those easy. There's 15-year-old lizard people out there. Ugh. What can I say? It's my kryptonite. Now, here's another thing I don't get. Is everybody so scared of Raiden? And Shang Tsung's like, easy. You, and they're like, you fool sorcerers. Like, okay, well, why don't we all just hide behind Raiden and let him just uh, whip out Thunderbolt? Well, but- because apparently there's rules to this tournament. Right. It cannot be won by treachery. Yet, yet- <laughs> Shang Tsung's whole thing is treachery. I'm pretty sure that, like, you know... Making human beings fight people who can have lizard spears come out of their hands yep. and freeze shit. And a giant man with four arms that can basically eat ah, your face off. Yeah. That has a... I do not fail! Oh, Goro. Goro! Hashtag... Silly Goro. Silly Goro. It just doesn't make... The, I mean, I get that the game's based on that, and, and I love the story of the game, and, and, yeah. and I get that it's all based on Mortal Kombat, but the whole... When you translate it to film, you have to justify a little bit yeah. why this is happening. Like, why it seems a fair fight that somebody like, you know, Kano and, and Sonya Blade are the only ones that make sense because they're two humans fighting. The mm-hmm. rest is fighting Goro, fighting yeah. Sub-Zero. And Sub-Zero dies so fast and so easy it, where it, she goes, Rem- use, remember. Yeah, remember, use what gives life. What gives life? And, and I love oh, that. bucket. I love that. He, oh, there's a wooden bucket over here. That's one of my favorite things because Raiden sets it down before the fight and walks off. And then right when he needs it most, Katana shows up and looks at him. And then the voiceover comes in again. It's the most use overt. The Use the thing that ca- brings life. By the way, Katana, hot. Alyssa Soto, hello. Amen to that. Woo, good lord. Thank you, Alexis. She was Vampirella in the movie version of Vampirella. She could be Joshorella for all I care. Um, Which, yeah, so Raiden's, there's inconsistencies in the entire thing of the, of the actual tournament. Right. It's absurd. Well, okay, so. But awesome. What I love is, if you, if, 
there's always a, a somewhat foreign person that they fight first that has absolutely no chance of winning, right? So go back to Bloodsport. Yeah. Okay, Bloodsport, he shoots that guy that runs around like a monkey. You know what I mean? Like he's on his all fours in Bloodsport, and he obviously gets killed by somebody. Yeah. And then in uh, Lionheart, he, like the first couple guys that he fights, these are all Van Damme movies, by the way. Yeah. First couple You're guys basing he everything fights, just on Van Damme on movies. Van Damme yeah, of movies. course. Van Damme could have been in this. He was supposed to play Johnny Cage, yeah. Yeah, but he turned it down so to be So many people uh, were Bison. supposed to be Johnny Cage. Like Johnny Depp was, was a thought of i don't think he ever considered it yeah johnny depp and who else did they mention somebody there? else uh, that, some kind of famous person johnny depp and some, somebody else and i mean john glad van damme turned it down to do street fighter and be uh, uh what's the name guile guile no yeah. no he was was he guile mm-hmm. oh he was guile, was guile. Uh, sonic boom and um but then, it, it, so the the first fight with Liu Kang is just a dude that looks like he should be in a reggae band that is shredded. And every time, get, and he does this slow motion growl, like they do this slow motion thing where he keeps going sticks, and they have it go like it, like a tiger. And I'm always is even, he from Earth or is he from Outworld? Even as a kid, I was like, is he part tiger? Or is that just like a fun sound effect they threw in there? And then it's just it makes they no fight sense. on the beach, and at one point he breaks Liu Kang's stick into two, and Liu Kang just throws the sticks down. I'm like. Keep the sticks in yeah. your hand. Now you have two of them. Yeah. You know in the movie that it's an unimportant fight if it's happening on the beach. Yeah. All the all the silly fights happen in the sand where it's right. like, well, oh, dude, Tiger Dude and Liu Kang, yeah, Kano on. and Sonya Blade, I guess it's important. But well, again, that fight was I thought could have been saved till much later yeah. in the movie. They kill him off so quick. Yeah. And also, it's so funny because you can tell that they really slowly raised her legs up to strangle yeah. him and then they sped it up because yeah. it looks like a Benny Hill moment. It's like, and Kano's like, no, 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 no. And then he, oh, no, she no, just no, no, has no, no, her no, legs no. this far. Like, they're not even arm barring <laughs> They're her. not strangling him. No. And he's like, Sonya, come on, don't kill me. And it's like, you can probably breathe perfectly fine right now. And then all it takes is, huh. and yeah. I get it that in the game it's one of her moves. Yeah. But in a movie, you have to... He's a giant Australian man. In a movie, she is yeah. delicate Brigitte Sampras. You have to make it, like, somewhat believable that that... Just because it happens in the game doesn't mean if you just do it arbitrarily, it'll it'll happen well, in the I movie. Think, I think... I, I, and it's the silliest death scene ever. <laughs> yeah, I, give me a break. Give me a... Come on, give me a break. What does she say then? Like, sure. Sure. Sure thing. <laughs> Correct. Something. Yeah. She uh, plays it deadly serious. She does. And the weird part, okay, so they have the fights on the beach, and then all of a sudden, uh, Johnny Cage is like, I'm going to walk through this really cool looking forest. <laughs> what was he Uh-oh. doing there? Was that like a, a mandated a- fight, or was he just like, going to walk through the forest? <laughs> I don't know why he turned into like a weird Aaron Neville. <laughs> he was going, he was, couldn't get any service on the island, so he was out there trying to talk to his agent yeah. about his next what'd movie. You, yeah, what'd you get me into, man? Yeah, come on. Some sweet ass dude that just looks like an old country bumpkin and be like, you can prove to yourself that you're the greatest. You sent me in a tournament to death, Master yeah. Khan, or whatever yeah. the freaking dude's name is. Um, that's, that's one of my favorite, uh, oh, but we didn't talk about one thing in the beginning. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. The director was like, Johnny, I love you. Johnny, come back. You I can love go back. You. I'll be directing traffic. Come on. That was supposed to, we talked about this. Yeah. That was supposed to be Steven Spielberg because apparently he loves video games and he wanted to have a cameo. And supposedly what they did was they went on Hollywood Boulevard and they found a guy that looked like Steven Spielberg and they just put him in the director's chair. And he was like, all you need to do. And they're like, perfect. This perfect. Is no way. Seriously? No, that's totally a joke. <laughs> okay, I was like, what? <laughs> Alexis, we might have a caller calling in. I forgot to tell you that at the beginning of the show. Okay. Uh, there, there might be a call coming in via somehow. Please. Tell it's me it's Cody. Christopher Lambert. Uh, but <laughs> no, doesn't Christopher Lambert look ridiculous with the the long, absurdly ridiculous? It, Raiden, I feel like 
That, it's just like his his hair looks so silly. And in the mo- and in the game, Raiden does Raiden have the straw hat or does he have the who has the hat? He, it's that's Kung sharp. Lao. Kung, Kung Lao, Lao has the the sharp the blade hat, right? And that's Liu Kang's descent father or something or right. later relative. Uh, but Raiden, he the hair is so silly, and I don't remember in the in the game he really he had long stringy was, white hair. It was just sort of gray, I think. It, it was more just so he had a hat. He, he actually just had the black um, like just, ninja thing around his head so you couldn't even see his hair so like you saw his face but it was like you know when they it's like a gir- uh, what is no, it, like a girdle for your hair, hair. yeah the, you just never saw his hair it was just the hat the mask and like his eyes glowing yeah yeah fact, and just fact man checker back there is doing a hell of a job thanks like christopher lambert he he is he is he rough. always you know what he is Do you remember the episode of seinfeld when the guy who was a sidler oh. and he would just sh- Oh, oh, we got we oh, got, wait, Co- we got Cody. Sorry, we got Cody calling in. Cody, you on the line? Yeah, forget what he was going to talk about. I don't know. I made it through, guys. How's it going? Hey! I totally forgot that you were calling in until I saw the clock was like one twenty three. I was like, ah, crap. Cody's calling in. Got to get him through. My oh, bad. My, my bad, man. I got hung up on three times. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alexis. Uh, now we know how JTE feels. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, Cody, big fan of this movie. This is like right in your wheelhouse. I feel like. Dude, I saw this when I was a kid, like twenty. 20- <laughs> 2,700 times back in the day. I had the VHS. I thought this was like the pinnacle of filmmaking, and I still think it is, actually. It's like the greatest movie of all time. So. <laughs> Wait, so... I, I am totally serious. Literally, like, because I watch it, like I said, I watch it now, and I still love it, and I still enjoy it, but I can recognize that it's... Wait, unique. you know what we didn't go into, sorry, real quick to interrupt you, is that Cody's real dad in real life is Johnny Cage. Oh. Yeah. It is. I I'm knew it. Biased, sorry. You didn't know that? Your real dad in real life is Lyndon Ashby? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, totally. You guys are massive. Don't toy with my emotions. <laughs> I would be like, why didn't we get him on the show? <laughs> so, Cody, but like, now when you watch it as an adult, do you have any, uh, is there any part of you that goes, well, I mean, it's still awesome, but it's terrible? Or is it just like, no, this is awesome still? Look, look, there's absolutely no reason why Scorpio should, Scorpion should have done a uh, cartwheel in the middle of the woods during the fight with uh, <laughs> Oh, that's right. He does just such a, it's such a, mon- such a Monty so Python chill. moment. It's like, whoop, whoop. we are the knights who say, Nee, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a Monty Nothing Python Nothing like a moment. solid cartwheel into a scene. It's like Chris Farley in, uh, in Black Sheep. <laughs> Vote for Al Donnelly. All right, sorry, Cody. Go ahead. We go on rants. I apologize. Oh, uh, yeah. So there's, there's plenty of terrible moments like that, but it, dude, it just hit me so hard again when I was watching it today. It was my favorite movies when I was a kid. Sorry. How many How many times did, did you go up to like a friend or, or a brother or a cousin or anything and just just like put your palm in his chest and go, get over here? <laughs> At least once or twice a day. I'd say. <laughs> once or twice a day. You wake up in the morning, get over here. I still do that. <laughs> now, okay, Cody, I, I just want to ask a I say quick... that to waiters when I go out to restaurants. <laughs> get over here. Come yes, here. And they're like, what? I'm like, sir? Uh, yeah, could I have the uh, <laughs> a, a grilled asparagus, please? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Goro does not fail. That's um, the best part about Scorpion, though, is that he talks literally only in video game uh, sound bites. Yeah, no, the actor who plays Scorpion does not have a line. And it does not, 
it it doesn't sound like it's coming from him. It sounds like it's yeah. coming from the ether. Yeah, and, and I, would, I would also like to point out in the main Scorpion fight, uh, in the second part of it, when they're in the uh, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldiers, I guess would that was that sure what called? Uh, that was actually part of a set from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Sure, looks like it. Um, uh, you know, it, it would take gotta keep reusing sets. It's yeah. Hollywood. You, you, oh, know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta. And Spielberg budget. obviously was a fan. Yeah. What I didn't understand about wait, it. Wait, that, wait, hold on, real quick. So oh, yeah. he shoot. He takes off his mask. He's got the skull, which is the video game, which looks like they took it from the video game. The oh, effects yeah, are that bad, and then he blows fire onto a, a shield that Johnny Cage has found. And when he when they pull it apart, the, the shield is somehow just on fire. Metal can just catch metal and can hold catch. flames. Did you metal? Hmm. I didn't know that metal. Could, maybe metal it's in science. in outworld. But the best part about that fight scene is when Johnny Cage does that amazing like uh, Dick Grayson Robin you know trapeze act. Oh yeah, and yeah. then he gets up on top and he's like ha ha, and it's like what was he planning to do up there? Yeah. And then the dude just Scorpion just kicks him Get down. down here. Oh yeah, he goes. Get down here! <laughs> it's the most overt okay. dialogue ever as there, Scorpion. There, there's one part that Ben and I were talking about before the show started, and we're kind of hitting on some points, and this remains in the Johnny Cage, because Johnny Cage's son, uh, Cody, is on the line right now. Yeah. Uh, Cody uh, Cage. Um, Cody Cage. Cody, Cody Cage, he's a, he's a third-degree white belt in karate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can already do the flash kick. I mean, when you're a descendant of Johnny Cage, you can do whatever the hell you want. Third-degree white belt. <laughs> Third degree white belt, yeah. and um, so it means Cody, he's failed the white belt three times. Nah, yeah, yeah. So when uh, I do not fail. Well done, <laughs> Sorry, Alexis. Cody. Yes. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to make you turn all Goro on me. Cody Goro is in studio right now. He'd like to know how you beat him with one swift punch to the nuts. That's uh, <laughs> that's. I just got to give it up to my dad for that, man. Only only the uh, the intelligence of him could really outdo Gordo. Uh, you called it's, him Gordo. His name is. I call him Gordo. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's okay. My auto, my autocorrect when I was writing out notes made it say Gordo a hundred times. <laughs> so, uh, so being the descendant of Johnny Cage, then you take him to the to the cliff, and from a very far away angle of camera, you just have one swift kick. You knock him over a cliff, and then you say, "What?" Now, is this a family slogan? Like when when you go to a girl and you meet a girl and you want her to fall in love, and she's not really into it, you just turn to her and say, "What yeah, looks you like that?" Usually means something. Yeah, and then this is where you fall. That's not what he says when he falls. When he when Goro falls at the end, he's no. where you fall down. Yeah. Yeah, he says this is where you fall down. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant he said the woman looks at you like that. I was like, that'd be weird if he said that to Goro. No, no, no. Hey, we, Goro, it's on your way down. On your way down. <laughs> when a woman looks at you like that. So Goro with his high. Let's do that again. I want to hear that. Uh, this is where you fall down. Yes. There you go. Uh, so Cody, is that like a family down. mantra? Do you guys do that to you know, like when you guys get drunk at Christmas and your uncle's swaying? Do you just say to him? Yeah, Alexis, you said, 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 like Peter Pan Live borrowed them later on. Yeah. Like especially the boat literally looks like it's just behind them is just a curtain with little lights poked in it. <laughs> and they're not moving. And a there's no head. sign that they're actually moving on the boat. They're just Let me standing. Ask you a quick question, Cody. You may know this. You've seen this movie over twenty seven hundred times per your IMDb profile. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. uh, is there a currently a, a ship in use with a dragon head on it that we could possibly charter and sail to Outworld? And- 
Yeah, absolutely. Every every uh, every ten battles, it comes down. Ah, all I see. Together, I see. Mm-hmm. Now, another question I'd like to ask you, Cody, you being the expert here of Mortal Kombat, is when they say the tournament is fought once every generation, approximately how many years is in a generation? <laughs> uh, I probably saw. Uh, 20, 30? 20, 30, 20 yeah. or 30 years. Okay, okay. And uh, in, in the previous nine uh, Mortal Kombat tournaments, who were some of the uh, more classic victors? Uh, can you just go into detail on who some of these victors may be? This is what we call throwing Cody under the bus. <laughs> yeah, good luck there with were, this uh, one, Cody. There, there was Bob. Oh. Bob, was a good one. Bob did Bob. a great job. Bob was fantastic. No, uh, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, Kung, Kung Lao. Uh, well, no, they say that Shang Tsung won the last nine. So then if you're... Yeah, yeah each one happens in once a generation. So that means it's taken like... Uh, what? 300 two, years. 270 years, 300 years Based to get to this solely point. solely on Cody's generation mathematic, mathematics, yeah. about 270 years to get to this point. So Shang Tsung has been waiting around a long time. But then again, time. Katana's 10,000 years old, and she looks banging for 10,000 years old. Yeah, Katana. <sighs> I hope I look that good when I'm 1,000 years man. old. Man. Katana. I would just like to take to Katana out to a... Uh, Benihana? Benihana. Really good. And then she teaches the guy how to chip, chop, chip, chop, chip, chop. And then she says to me, Alexis, what does she say to me? I'm not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. No, you don't deserve it. No. Why? No. Why? No. What Katana is it? Katana and I are in love. No. Too bad. Damn it. <laughs> Which quote is it? It's the, when a girl looks like you like that. Come on, Alexis. When a woman looks at you like that... It usually means something. Yeah, exactly. So every if, time... The, for you, though, it's usually a restraining order. And usually for Cody Hall, it's somebody notices him as Johnny Cage's son. Cody, thanks for calling in, man. I'm glad that you're a uh, fan of this movie, and it it's in your passion wheelhouse. We'll, we'll just call it that. I appreciate it, guys. I love it, buddy. See tell Bob we said hi, yeah, too. Yeah, tell Bob he's a great champion. <laughs> the victor of the seventh <laughs> tournament. Seven. He's like well, 95 yeah. years old now. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly enough, before Shang Tsung started winning, there was there was a guy. Uh, he, he's a little known in the, in the karate community. Um, he's uh, well, I mean, he's a descendant of Bruce Lee's great 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 grandfather. His uh-huh. name was uh, Hiram Lee, and uh, he was a hell of a hell of a warrior. Hiram, Hiram. What uh, what nationality is Hiram? <laughs> well, Hiram uh, was was, was he he's, Jewish he's Chinese? A Jewish Chinese uh-huh. guy. Uh, he was he, he's very very quick. Yeah, uh, and he's he's got this move. It's really good, and and it really, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the guys wear the straw. He wears a yarmulke that has been passed down from generation to generation. And I'm so terrified where this is going. <laughs> he uh, un- unbelievably so. Hiram Lee it w- was the last human champion before mm-hmm. Shang Tsung started taking over, and uh, the generations went by, and you know Bruce Lee took it over, and weirdly enough, Brandon Lee was supposed to play Liu Kang, and uh, he he was he was killed on the set of the crow too that and was the kidding <laughs> that uh, was the longest build up yeah to a factoid uh-huh. you're welcome <laughs> I thought thanks guys I'll be here all week uh, you can find me on Outworld uh, oh my I'll god be, I'll be at the high, the South Point in Casino when, and, uh, and Gambling Hall in Outworld when did you think of that story just now just now <laughs> okay I didn't know how premeditated that was because I'm no, sitting here going this is either going to go real racist it's, or real Weird. <laughs> it's not like my preparation for the titles of the movies you've been on in the Hallmark Channel. Uh, yes. it's, uh, it's, that was yes. more of just a fly off the cuff because I really wanted to pay tribute to Hiram Lee and the Hiram Lee. clan and, God rest and then Brandon Lee to the, the fact uh, I think we should start playing some fast, some uh, soundbite games. Sure, why not? I do want to, I do want to just say that, that one of the funniest moments to me is, is when they are, when we said like, 
this will lead into a soundbite, actually, is when we said that they, they're like, we're going to give you a taste of what's to happen. And they have this brilliant, awesome, like, super elaborate feast. It, I, I compared it to, dudes, like, a Hogwarts dinner. Yeah, it's like right? a Hogwarts dinner. And then is these, any of that actual food? I it think doesn't look like food I think it's all, all plastic. Today. Maybe that's why they throw Although, the tables. when Kano is eating that turkey leg, it looks delicious. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like something from Medieval Times Man. or no, the Ren Fair. It looks like something from, like, Disneyland. It looked really gross. It looks like me. from the Renaissance Fair where it's stuck in your teeth for seven weeks. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, there, there we go. That's a little turkey. Um. But no, they, then these like random ninja dudes come in and flip the tables over, I'm and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I wasn't finished with my turkey Come on, come on! I was still had some good ale left." <laughs> and uh, and then they, and they're like, "This is what you're about to f- see." And then Sub Zero comes out and uh, brings basically in, Ninja Turtle Foot Clan guys and, and Ninja Turtle Foot Clan guys, and this dude does like this elaborate fight. Ba 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 ba. It's basically a Raiders of the Lost Ark moment, and yeah. where he just freezes him. And then my favorite thing, though, is how nonchalant all our heroes react to some dude just being frozen and shattered into yeah. a thousand pieces where they're like, well, that was weird. Yeah. I'm going to go find <laughs> And the first thing they do is say, we're going to go find Shang Tsung. And it's like, are any of us going to talk about how fucking weird that was? Like, we've seen some weird shit, but we have not seen a dude frozen and shattered into pieces. Maybe we should regroup before we go after the main guy. Guys, uh, I'd like to bring up something real quick. Uh, I, I don't think we, we were kind of a little bit in shock in the mess hall yeah. there while we were com- while we were just sh- uh, breaking bread with our fellow competitors that we were about to kill. Yeah. Um, that, we thought we were all human at that point. At that point, we didn't then, know. Then... So I just I, I would did anybody catch the freezing of the I mean, body and then his head exploding with the with the feet of Shang Tsung? Did I mean, see? there was a, did we see that or was it? Was it? I mean, I had a lot of ale. Uh, I had a lot of outward well, ale. Did did we drink too, too much? Was there a little too much? And also, who are these ninja guys and why do they so freely just give themselves? And up why to, do we never even see them again? As far as fighting goes, he they're clearly, just like here's a taste of my Foot Clan people. He clearly knows he's going to die. So why does he do the the weirdest stretch ever? Do we have that clip? The uh, the longest stretch ever? I don't know. Maybe we don't. I don't know if we have that. But one. he's like he does this thing where he's like. <laughs> he just has to get limber, guys. He's got to get limber. And then he does all these limber. elaborate moves and then just gets killed. And I'm like, did that guy vol- was he draw like the short straw out of the out of the You'd have clan? to imagine he had the best abs of the crew and like you have to get your shit frozen. Yeah, I mean, nothing ruins a dinner than some overly sweaty, overly stretching dude getting frozen <laughs> and breaking apart all over. Like, obviously, you've never been in the Makugas on Easter cuz <laughs> shit gets weird. I love that it's Easter. Timely. Well, it's a timely holiday. It's yeah. next weekend. Uh okay. Um uh I wanted to bring up one yeah, uh, thing is part of that is that uh when they go to where Kano is eating his turkey legs amongst Shang Tsung and this giant Prince Goro. Uh, you got to imagine King and Queen Goro weren't the best looking of folk. No, out there on Outworld, uh, they're, they're four armed people, and um, they don't. Again, they're up there looking, and they're not like uh, there's this nine foot tall four armed man. They're like Kano. Uh. They're just normal. Yeah, it's like they walked into you know uh, a normal old bad guy's lair, and it was a dude talking to another dude instead of and all the bad guy weird layered, like four armed giant man. <laughs> It's so really bizarre enjoyed. how they don't react they at all. Uh, okay, Alexis, we're going to go into some sound bites. Let's start uh, near the beginning of the movie. Uh, let's sure. do. Um, uh, just, uh, well, we've been playing the Johnny Cage. This is where you fall down. Let's uh, let's, uh, let's play that again, would you? Sure. This is where you fall down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I um one time I um had vertigo. Oh. On New Year's, and uh, I was looking up at the and watching the ball drop, and uh, when it's, it hit one, I said, 
This is where you fall down. You'll not get a good, it there. You'll get it not there. Not a good way for me to start. No, that was a lame best. one. Not, not the best. best. It's okay. Um, you know, I was, uh, I, I don't know if you know this, but, but back in the day, um, uh, I used to be a competitive log roller. Oh, really? Yeah, in the uh, yeah. outdoor games, uh-huh. right? And, um, you know, I'm on the log and I'm spinning the guy and I'm spinning the guy and he's still spinning and I just turned to him as I stopped the log just right in there and I pointed at him and I said, This is where you fall down. Yeah. Same thing with uh, when I was a child uh, playing uh, Pin the Tail on the Donkey. Oh. They spun me around, spun me around, spun me around so much and then the kid who was the bully at the party looked at me and said, this is where you fall down. And uh, I didn't pin the tail on the donkey because I fell down. Oh, that's pretty good. He's a little too dizzy. Uh, I this, it's kind of, this goes back a little bit. I'm sure you, you know about it. Uh, my uh, if not, uh, I'll pretend like I do. My uncle uh, w- uh, was Michael Douglas, uh, and he really he went on a, sh- a shooting spree one day after they didn't give him his McDonald's breakfast, mm-hmm. and, and they made a documentary about it called docu- Falling Down. Correct. Yeah. And uh, when he came into Christmas that year, he gave <clears throat> copies of it to everybody, and he would hand it to us, and he would say, "This is where you fall down." Crazy enough. <laughs> Yeah. I love how overt that was. Mm-hmm. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, you're uh, there's a little movie with Sylvester Stallone, Ooh. Uh, where he's he, I believe he's climbing on cliffs. I can't oh. remember what it's called uh, though. Hold on, it's, let uh, me check the old they're back climbing, machine. Uh, they're, cliff. I think they hang on cliffs. Oh, okay. It's the name's escaping me. Got it. Yeah. But anyways, there's a part where the helicopter's dangling off the edge, ah. and John Lithgow's looking at him. And he's like, nah, 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 this says is something. Where you're and then he falls down and yeah. explodes. Your timing is getting better, Alexis. You're I think that's better. what happens in the end of that Hangers of Cliff movie. Oh, uh, you know, we should probably look into that. Maybe that's a go-to yeah. movie pleasure. Hashtag Hangers off of Cliff, I think it is. <laughs> that's, that's definitely the one. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, um, I, I don't know if you, you know, but I, I also have a, I have a corporate job. I've been a salesman for mm-hmm. uh, Roebuck, Roebuck and Company for years now. And mm-hmm. uh, each year we have a big conference out in Omaha and uh, we do a lot of trust falls. And uh, some people are a little weary of the trust fall, but yeah. I, I turn to the hottest girl in the office every year and I just say this is where you fall down and then she falls on your and bed and then she falls on my bed I was uh, helping out at a, at a nursing home oh. and a, a older gentleman philanthropist yeah philanthropist. philanthropist and an yeah. older gentleman uh, came out without any clothes on oh. and um, let's just say his balls were hanging uh. and I looked and I looked away really fast because I was grossed out and yeah. he said easy it's okay this happens with age just look this this is where you fall down <laughs> When your nuts drop, I guess. When you're, it was a really tough way to get to that joke. That's, but. Uh, you got there, though. You, got there. you really got there. Ah oh, man, it's 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 it really does works in in all kinds of situations. It does. It and, does. Uh, I think I think Johnny Cage really has the has the most um, one liners in this movie. He's Thank you. Hilarious. We could go to the to when he when they first see Katana and he, she's checking out Liu Kang. Liu Kang's giving her the old uh, yeah. karate boner, if you will. Uh, I believe Johnny Cage has some words of wisdom there for the A woman looks at you like that, it usually means something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh... That, actually, when I, when I was at Starbucks and I asked for a skinny latte, ah. the barista gave me a look, and the guy behind me said... When a woman looks at you like that, it usually means something. That she like, thinks I'm... Yeah, that you live in West Hollywood. Yeah, that I'm yeah, lame. That I'm really lame. Pretty lame. You know, that uh, I'm you too know, into my figure. We're... Yeah. I don't know Obviously. If, if people know this. Obviously, I'm super <laughs> into my figure, guys. Oh, Look at this. this you, don't, you don't get to be a temple of a man like this <laughs> unless you get a skinny latte from Starbucks every guys, day. Guys, he spends his money on two things, skinny lattes and Blu-ray slash DVDs. That's it. And let me tell you, those Blu-rays are so low-calorie and so low-carb. Uh, I, I don't I, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, uh, Ben and Renee, his beautiful wife, uh, when they met... 
I was with them. We were actually traveling to an island nation to fight in a in a combat mission uh, where we where we karate fought uh, other people. That, karate fought. I karate love karate fought. fighting other people. Yeah, we karate fought, and uh, we made it off the island. But when he first laid eyes on Renee, and mm-hmm. Renee kind of checked him out, I said to him, "When a woman looks at you like that." It usually means something. Yeah, and then just five years later, you guys got married, and so, I was at your wedding. Eight years later, eight but years whatever. Later, I was at your wedding, and we uh, we cut a rug, and uh, yeah, and uh, I just happened to meet a girl at your wedding, and uh, she gave me the eyes, and Ben turned to me and said, "When a woman looks at you like that, it usually means something." Yeah, actually, when we were partying in Comic Con, and you met a suicide girl there, I did. one of the who, uh, by the way, I had talked up first, and then realized that she was hitting on me, uh, and I got scared and ran away because uh, I was engaged, and yeah. I was like, "Gah, no, get away from me!" Give it to the idiot, and in the then. Josh McCuga sees her, and I look, and she locks eyes with him, and I'm like, "Uh oh." When a woman looks at you like that, it usually means something. And it did, yeah. And uh, it or did. that stripper in uh, Tampa oh, that, that you drank, uh, you drank booze off of, just uh, like it was from Nashville. Nashville. Nashville, sorry, get it right. In Nashville, uh, she locked eyes with you when you were uh, when you were drinking off of her foot the whiskey, right? And your buddy said to you, "When a woman looks at you like that." It usually means something. And, and I, I think you needed foot fungus. I think you needed pen- penicillin. And yeah. foot to ma- you had foot to mouth disease. D- literal foot to mouth disease. It wasn't uh, <laughs> wasn't my finest moment. I, uh, you know, uh, Ben and I go way back, and um, just so happens that when when both of us were still single, uh, mm-hmm. we were both in love with with the same woman. Uh, she was the princess of Outworld. Yeah. And uh, again, we were we were. T- this was years before Renee. Yeah. We had it was at a least generation, two thousand years, before. at least a few hundred generations mm-hmm. before. And uh, we we had walked into the temple, and uh, she was checking you out, and I thought that I liked her, and we kind of had to do moral combat. But at the end, I just said to you, when a woman looks at you like that. It usually means something. And we've been best friends ever since. I know. I mean, it's just... Generations and generations of Mortal Kombat, and we still keep coming back. It's just amazing what what karate fighting somebody... When when you've karate fought, it's just... It bonds you for life. Hashtag karate fought. (laughs) Hashtag... Karate fight, guys. That's if you're going to take anything away from today's episode, it's karate fight. One other, we have a few what, more. We got uh, a ton clips. more. Yeah, uh, let's just go. Let's see. Let's do an order. See what we got here. Let's see what else we have. You've been chosen, Sonia. Much to my delight. Now, see, that's uh, just <laughs> that's uh, much to my delight. Ah, much to your delight. That's uh, actually that's what happened when I. Uh, I, I went to get Chinese food one time, Ooh. and I had a delightful orange chicken dish. And yeah. I looked at the waiter, and I was like, this was cooked. Much to my delight. Uh, there is a, a, a ice cream store, mm-hmm. uh, a pop-up, as you will, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's only open from, uh, I would say, like May to September, based on weather. It's called Dairy Delight. Mm. And uh, usually when I go in there, I get an ice cream cone to, uh, topped with crumbled Reese's Pieces. And I would look to the girl, and I say, this was done. Much to my which makes sense. Yeah. It's Dairy Delight. Actually, uh, the famous pseudo orange juice brand, Sunny Delight, Ooh. was actually thinking of using this in the 90s as their catchphrase. And, it was going to be. the purple stuff. Yeah, it was going to be Sunny D. Much to my delight. Turns out it just creeped out children yeah. and they didn't want to drink the half orange juice that Especially Sunny D. Especially girls named Sonia. Yeah. 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 Now, I, I think going forward. <laughs> yeah, let's, we, what else? Yeah. Let's get it. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? Ah. Uh, 
Yes, uh, the old Johnny Cage. You, know, you got to be kidding gotta me! Be kidding me! I believe this is in reference to the dragon boat that has just washed up on the shore I think along so. after uh, Liu Kang had dumped his Louis Vuitton luggage into the South China Sea. Yet nothing to do with when they see a four-armed man, or another man freeze another like, man, or another man with a dragon coming out. Like of his dragon hands. boats are weird. Four-armed dudes and and superpower guys, not so weird. Not the weirdest. Not so weird. Once you take a chartered dragon boat, I know. Which also, when he when he yells out, it has begun. <laughs> There's this weird, like... It has begun! There's this weird, like, Disney laser light show that happens, and then nothing. Nothing. And then it fades, and they're, they're, they're somewhere else the next day, and you're like, what? And the what? amount of ambient smoke um, in this castle... Began. Yeah, what? Did anything begin? A skull came, <laughs> like a hologram of a skull. I'm like, oh, nice little laser light show you guys got going and on it here. it just cuts to him and Bob Marley's son. And then they're just walking the up on the... And then the, the greatest pratfall ever from Johnny Cage. <laughs> and you're like, oh, nobody is really reacting at all to the weirdness. I would have been like... And the fact the that hell? these are tiny little canoes. And Johnny Cage brings the entire collection from Travel Lodge... Lo- Travel Lodge... L- Luggage in the South Hills Village Mall. In That's why you didn't book that travel lodge commercial. I remember. It. I remember hearing about that. I mean, when I didn't get when I didn't get that role in the travel lodge luggage commercial, I said, <laughs> "Gotta be, gotta be kidding." I feel like we should do a get over here or Goro. It's not fair. Yeah, let's do a get over. Do not. Sam! There we go. There this we is go. A good this one. is a good one. First off, before we get into this, yeah. Goro is. We've said this a little bit, but he is adorable. He uh, looks like a Jim Henson Muppet he's, character. He's such a sweet looking guy, and his mouth never really it's matches sort of a up. Ponytail? His mouth uh, never matches up. It's so cute. He's yeah. like, I do a lot. Even when he picks him up with his underarms, he's basically Goro is the old '80s two guitar thing that Christopher Cobb plays in the movies yeah. in the video for Sailing. So it was like a guitar, twelve string, six string. Yeah. Goro has his little, and then he picks up the buddy, and he's like, "I'm gonna love you." And then he just rips his heart out. But still, yeah, he, he, he's well, he has the worst finishing idiot. move ever. He just karate chops him, and then yeah. the guy dies. You're like, "What? Goro yeah, did better than that." He's got four arms. Come for on, sake. but he he does have he he is uh, he looks like um, a step up from like a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. Character right. is what it is. It's it's pretty. Ooh, I could see that like a yeah. Mortal Kombat at Chuck E. Cheese. That'd be amazing. The special effects would probably look better than some of them in this movie. Yeah, agreed. Let's let's play that clip again real quick, Alexis. Do not fail. Now, I I would tend to to let's lean a little bit towards the younger generation. Is I've been featured on many a fail blogs, many many a fail photos, but at the end of each one, I. Dust myself up and I scream. I do not fail! As you should, as you should. Ninth grade geometry class, Mm. um, I was doing not so well Ah. because I just didn't understand how I was going to practically ever use it in my life Ah. unless I was a geometry teacher. And I looked at my teacher when I got a P for passing as a grade and I laughed and said, I do not fail! Because technically a P is still passing. Yeah. Fucks up your GPA though. Well, that's why you're out here living the dream, talking about... That's why I'm acting. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't... I I could go for the school thing, but I was always a pretty good student. Yeah. You know? Um, I was, except for that one year. Yeah, except for geometry. Uh, You could flail your arms, per se, but I do not flail. Right? I don't know where this one's going. I got nothing. (laughs) 
Hey, at least Raiden liked it. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Raiden. At least Raiden that. liked it. I think we should end on some get over here. What do you I think say? so. Get over I would here. like to just. I would okay, like to mention to just two more things real quick. Go ahead. Which is that I would like to mention one thing as well. What's that? No, you go. Okay, a few of my favorite slash most terrible moments in the film are when they do the the Liu Kang flying multi kick. Oh, that was bad. And it literally looks like he's just hanging. He's like sitting on a swing and going la 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 la. Here you go, I'm killing you. And then the other thing Hashtag is here I go, I'm killing you. The other my other favorite moment is Sonya when she gets kidnapped is tied up and randomly in some like glam rock hair and like a Barbarella like oh, weird yeah. warrior woman dress. Princess of the desert. What happened there? Why? Who changed her? Why did they do that? Yeah. What was the I point? Uh, Alexis did it. I don't yeah. understand that. Veronica that. Vaughn is one piece it's of ace. See if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't. No. No, I don't. No, no. I don't. Uh, it, that's just, there's two of my, f- and then the, the And other- then Johnny Cage says to her, nice dress, and she just looks at him like, <laughs> classic Cage. Classic Cage. And then the, um. Do you think Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade end up getting together on well, Earth? Well, I don't know, because in the sequel, Johnny Cage gets killed off in the first five minutes because it's not Lyndon Ashby. Oh, it's so some can't. other like jack dude that's like twice the size of Lyndon Ashby. And Why he, wasn't Lyndon Ashby there around for two? Well, they said on IMDb that he read the script and said no. Oh, so then they ended up they ended up writing him out. Cody, call your dad. They ended up writing him out. And, <laughs> in the <I'm> kidding, <laughs> Shao Kahn just snaps his neck in the beginning, and Sonya's really broken up about it the rest of the See? movie. She's like, Johnny Cage, they killed him, and, and you're like, you hated him in the first movie. Totally banging. But they didn't have time because the second movie picks up right literally where this left leaves off. Like Shao Kahn goes, hey, and then he shows up with his like weird kind of like bondage peep ninjas. Mm. And then the you know, clan, the what was your thing clan? you wanted to talk well, about? Well, I really feel like all the moves in this movie are really slow. Oh, yeah. The Does fight choreography really is slow. The fight choreography is is I've never seen so many kind of lackluster fights. Mm-hmm. And if you think this is bad, the sequel we talked about this where it's like a porn without sex. Yeah. It's like the sets, the special effects. So my and the Friday acting. night, am I right, guys? Hey. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> so. it's just yeah, the fight scenes are just whew. Ooh. Yeah. You can and I read that Bridget Wilson or Champery or whatever her name is. Uh Sampras. She's Sampras. Pete Sampras's wife. Yeah, she wanted you know to Pete Sampras is? Yeah. No. He's a tennis player. You I don't give a shit. So he <laughs> she she wanted to do all her own stunts, so yeah. she did almost all her own fights and it shows. Yeah, because she's because not good she's at karate. Not good at karate. It's like yeah. she's doing these. You can do all your stunts all you want, but you're because you're not. It doesn't mean. Yeah. And Paul W. S. Anderson is like, whatever. I have a similar name to Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. so I'll have a career. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, let's do some get over here. Get over here. Yes, this, I mean. Get over I've been yelling this since the game I, came out. We'd be on the ski lift. My buddy Max Young, who I've mentioned on this show multiple times, we'd be on the ski lift and just screaming at it, people. Yeah. Get over it! Yes. It's so, it's so bizarre how yeah. like iconic that is. If, if you grew up in the 90s or the 80s or, or played Mortal Kombat, you know this. Oh, yeah. You know this. Get over here. I think you, anybody on the planet that doesn't know this is either very old and never played a video game or just... Or an infant. In, yeah, or an infant. Because Mortal Kombat still exists. Yeah. I mean, they, they did the, the web series and everything like, like that. So that was... I think that would be a really funny thing to have on the actor that played Scorpion's tombstone. It just said, get over here. And then God said to Scorpion, get over here. Get over here. Yes. Okay. Uh, I will say this. That's my mating call, guys. Oh. That's, how, that's how I get all the ladies. If I ever, <laughs> all if the I, ladies? You yes. know what? If I ever have to discipline my child someday, if, if he's like breaking something, like if he shoves too many Blu-rays into my PlayStation, I'll be like, <laughs> hey! Get over here. <laughs> that's good. And that's then he'll good. be like, Whoa. and I'll have him on a child leash too, so of it'll be course. easy to just wrangle him in. All Begley's have leashes. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Uh, I, this is a legit true story. I'm not making any of this up. Uh, two trips ago to Chipotle, I was semi intoxicated and I said to the girl as she was handing me my burrito, get, get over here. <laughs> what I, was her reaction? She just kind of looked at me like, okay, are you going to pay for it? Or are you just I love gonna... that you brought that up because I kind of have a similar story to that. Go Tell it. it was Halloween and I dressed up as Sonia. Ooh. And thank you. And, um, I, I don't know, I don't know what party it was. It was in San Francisco and some guy who was dressed up as Scorpion in the very back, he saw me and he said, Get over here! Yes. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no. At least he was in character. Yes. yes. How do you know? Sexy. He had a mask on. You don't know how he looked. He could have been in. I, mostly from the beer gut that was going oh, on. That oh, that's That's always so weird when that happens. <laughs> it's just a little disappointing. It was kind of one of those like, oh, I see your face. Okay, I like what you're doing. And then like when, the, the waters part and you're like, oh. <laughs> the double well. XL scorpion costume. You know, yes. uh, get over here. Actually, uh, my mom started the phrase. Oh, because I uh, when I was a child and I was playing Beverly Hills Cop with my friends, mind you, I'd never seen the movie. Ah. But I just knew of it. Mm-hmm. The first words out of my mouth were, what's Get up? No, yeah. not that. The first words out of my mouth were, what's up, mother effers? <laughs> and my friend went and was like, I'm going to tell on you for no reason yeah, in our backyard. He went and told my mom. She storms out of the back door and says, Benjamin Jacob Begley. Get over here. Yes. And then she ground dial soap into my teeth. <laughs> Ooh. And I, I tasted soap That's for days. classic Ohio so, right there. It's classic new, Ohio Ed parenting. Boone and all them, they owe it to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, you know, um, I, 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 I don't know if you know this, but I was engaged at one point. Really? Yeah. And, uh, we were both big, <laughs> we were both, uh, big fans of Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, I tied the ring to a rope and I weighted the rope and I threw it and it stuck to her and she looked at the ring. She's like, yes. And then I just pulled the rope and said, get over here. And then you realize you just stabbed your... Uh, yeah, and your, then she died, and that's why I'm no longer uh, engaged. Yeah, I mean, it's a tragic story. Yeah, sorry, Ben. It's a tragic tale. <laughs> it happens. Somebody's going to, like, hashtag that be like, Josh McCougar, the murderer. <laughs> he karate fought his fiance to the death. <laughs> when I saw... Um, when I... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I lost my train of thought completely with karate fought. Karate fought, y'all. Oh... <laughs> If we have any, uh, if we have any YouTube trolls on this episode, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bring, I'm just gonna bring my, my spear rope out and say, Get over here! <laughs> say it to my face! Don't hide behind your avatar! <laughs> oh man, Ben, this is fun. This, this is, is so a, much this fun. Is, I'm gonna miss you, man, for a whole month. I know, it's crazy. I'll You're be gone four weeks. Shooting his movie, killing it, Ben. I can't wait to see it, really. And, uh, I'm really, Thank you. I'm just very happy and proud of you, man. That's, that's fantastic news. Uh, I would, I, if I was, uh, you know, on set for the movie, and uh, you know, I was late, and I and I, you had me cast in the movie. And the I was AD late. would come up to you. The AD would come up to me and scream. Get over here. Correct. Uh, next week on Guilty Movie Pleasure with Ben Out, I have Miri Jedekin and Alicia Malone stepping in. We're going to be talking Showgirls. Oh, yeah, classic. I haven't seen that movie ever in its entirety. I'm oh jealous. A lot of boobs. So it's a, it'll be an all female episode next week, me included. <laughs> And, Are you uh, going to wear a wig? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, at the end of the month, we have a Three's Too Much reunion. we got Mark Ellis and Justine Marino coming on to talk This Means War, Justine's favorite movie. Ooh. And uh, somewhere in between, we'll have a couple other guest hosts while Ben's away. We'll do some more action. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, but as always, guys, thank you so much for watching. I'm Josh McHoog on Twitter. I'm Ben Begley, at Ben Begley Comedy on Twitter. Thank you guys for watching. Guilty Movie Pleasures. I'll be posting some set photos, too, if oh, you awesome. want to see. Yeah, follow him on Instagram and all those, and he's like, tweeting it out. And until then, if you are somewhere away from me I will throw a spear through your heart and scream get over here now if you could play the theme song on the way out
Yes! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Get over here! The views expressed here are those of the hosts only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.